Welcome to Music She Missed, the podcast where I try to get my best friend caught up in some of the most popular songs and artists that impact our lives. I'm Allison. Hi, I'm Rachel and I missed all the music. Rachel, welcome to season three. Season three. I can't believe we're already into season three. I know. It's kind of crazy. Super crazy. So, um, as always, for people that are new to our show, we're going to start out by just talking a little bit. I'm going to ask you a question that's seemingly unrelated. Uh Uh-huh. And uh, then we'll jump into our first artist for this season. First artist. So, my question for you this week is if you could have a superpower. Oh. What superpower would you have? Um, seeing into the future. Really? Yes. Like, what is the word for that? Prognostication? Yes, exactly. Yeah, I want to see into the future. So I don't like surprises. Wow. Well, then how do you handle the big reveal every week? I know. That's why. It's part <laughs> of like, this is like one thing in my life that I allow surprises to have happen. Okay. Like, I know that you like surprise parties. Yeah. I do not. Well, like that's why I never surprise. throw them for Thank you. Thank you. If you ever, that's why. If you ever throw a surprise party for me, you and I would not be friends anymore. No, I'm just kidding. But not you would lose some notches. Okay. So seeing I into see the, future. the future. Cool. I want to see what the future holds. Like, I think I like I like Back to the Future movie because of it. That's in the past. Well, he still because of the past, it changes his future and okay, that kind of thing. That's a very interesting answer. Huh? Is that what the answer you thought it would be? No, well, really? I didn't. Well, I didn't know. We've never talked about it before. Well, what do you want? Oh, um, probably to fly. Like, really? Yeah, flying. Yes, you can fly now. Here's a, a plane Not ticket with... on Southwest. Yeah, well, <laughs> it would. I think it would be an exhilarating experience. Huh. But today's artist has a superpower. What? Kind of. What? He is. He is. A guitar superpower. He is a guitar Ooh. superhero. The number one, like most famous, most mm-hmm. impactful guitarist, arguably, that we we could talk about. Do I know who he is? I don't know. That's what's so fun about this show. <laughs> okay, I, I need to know. Um, can we do a drum roll? We can. Here we All go. Right, here we go. Jimi Hendrix. Huh. I. I don't think I know any songs by Jimi Hendrix. Have you heard of him before? Doesn't he have a t-shirt company? <laughs> what? Um, I'm just laughing because you make it sound like he owns a t-shirt company. <laughs> well, yeah. Doesn't he have like a brand? No. So his, but, but his face and his name are in a lot of posters and t-shirts. Yeah. That's his logo. Y- yeah. Kind of. Wait a second. So he doesn't own a t-shirt company. No, he does not. So he's, he's just, just a guitarist. the best guitarist of all time, basically. Well, I always thought he owned a t-shirt company. <laughs> all right. So uh, apart from that non-fact, <laughs> that was can you think not. of anything else you might know about Jimi Hendrix? Oh, from his t-shirts. He has those dreadlocks. Mm, no. no. Are you thinking of Bob Marley, maybe? Oh. Jimi Hendrix doesn't have dreadlocks. So he has the rainbow colors, right? No, that's um, that's definitely Bob Marley. Then I have no freaking clue who Jimi Hendrix is. <laughs> okay. And so he doesn't have a t-shirt company well, and he doesn't have rainbows behind him. Yeah, no. And no dreadlocks. Okay. Okay. He has more of like a, like a fro, like natural hair. Okay. 
learn something new every day. All right. Well, I will just throw out some titles. I doubt you're going to know any of them, but we do this every time. Okay. So um, just say, you know, yes or pass. All along the watchtower. Pass. The wind cries Mary. Pass. Purple haze. Oh, my friend likes the color purple. Pass. <laughs> okay. Foxy lady. Oh. No. Foxy. No. No. No, it's like a zoot suit kind of song. Definitely not. Okay, then pass. <laughs> All right. Um here's one I know you'll know. The Star Spangled Banner. He wrote that song? No, he didn't. <laughs> he didn't write it. But obviously. <laughs> but no. he did do a very famous cover of it live. Okay. I've only I guess I've only heard the Star Spangled Banner with a band and like a marching band kind of thing. Yeah, no, not like that at all. Oh, so he doesn't have a marching band in his band? No. <laughs> Okay. Well, I really don't know who Jimi Hendrix is. Well, that's then. kind of awesome. So on a scale of 1 to 10, let's rate your current familiarity <laughs> of Jimi Hendrix. I know his name. Yeah, I would say it's 0. 0.5 to 0. That's, it starts at 1. 1. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I would agree. I would agree with 1. I'm really surprised that I don't know that him. I'm not at this oh, okay. point. <laughs> so we have here an hour's worth of music on the Spotify playlist. It's okay. 18 songs. Okay. And um, Jimi Hendrix is... And everyone is, knows who Jimi Hendrix is. Yes. Okay, so it's just me. <laughs> yes. Okay, just making sure. <laughs> Maybe not everybody would be able to name all these songs off the bat, but uh, yes, everybody has heard of him. He's <laughs> like the most famous guitarist. So especially people that are into rock music and guitar, like you have oh, so to know. Oh, he's a rock, rock, rock star. Yeah, so he was from the 1960s, late 1960s. I wasn't alive back then. Neither was I. Oh, and but yet, you know who he is. Yeah. So a couple things about Jimi Hendrix. Mm-hmm. He was really big in the late 1960s. He also was the biggest inspiration for one of your favorite artists from season one, Freddie Mercury of Queen. Really? What Freddie, what Freddie Mercury is to voice, Jimi Hendrix is to guitar. Does that make sense? This, yes. Okay. So think about think about that as we. Freddie Mercury has a beautiful voice. Right, and so and Jimi you, Hendrix should be beautiful guitarist. Highly skilled. Highly skilled. Highly skilled. Okay. Okay. Does anyone call him James? No. Oh. And the other thing is that he is from Seattle. I like Seattle. I know you do. And I know, you know, you didn't like Nirvana no. and they were from Seattle, blah, blah, blah. But maybe this will help redeem Seattle a little yeah. bit for you in their contributions to musical history. Interesting. So the, for the next time you go to Seattle, uh-huh. there is a statue of him there. Huh. There is a park named for him there. Really? He's yes. that big. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I saved this artist for the start of season three because I wanted to start us off with a really big name. How have I missed this much? Because you've missed everything. So huh. you've got some homework I this do. week. I am going to listen to your Spotify playlist that you've created mm-hmm. for one hour per day. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to group up um, after a week. But it's going to be just a few seconds for you listeners. Yep. And um, I will give you my take on Jimi Hendrix because it will be completely clear because I have no clue about him. I'm really excited to get your take on this very famous musician that you've never heard. I've never heard of him. Are you ready? I am. Let's okay. do it. See you in a week. All right. <laughs>
Welcome back. Rachel, you spent the last week listening to guitar legend Jimi Hendrix. Yes. How did it go? General impressions. My general impression at first was I didn't like him at first. Okay. Um, and I think mainly because I'm used to more of a cleaner sound. Okay. And I felt that he didn't give that clean of a sound. But as I continued to listen... And I continue to get to know him and his music. Mm-hmm. He does have a clean sound in some ways. But the ways that he doesn't have a clean sound, I needed to learn to be okay with it. And it just be part <laughs> of him. Is okay. that the best way to answer it? Um, Sure. So maybe his style, the way that, not the way that he played the guitar, but the way the guitar sounds through the amplifiers, through the effects. Maybe it was a little off-putting because you're not used to that those kinds of that style yeah and i think also so he was around in the 60s and 70s yeah in the 60s and so like his music wasn't recorded in our current recording studios and no that's true and so the sound of it i think is a little bit different because of that um yes and no what you are hearing is his choice because we've studied lots of artists that recorded in the 60s that don't have maybe, quote, a dirty sound, mm-hmm. right? So it's the effects that you're hearing, the way the guitar sounds is not, maybe with the live recordings it is, but the studio mm-hmm. recordings, those are choices oh. of what the guitar sounds like. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at first I didn't like him. Okay. <laughs> let's talk a little bit more. Well, let's talk about the guitar because that's obviously what we're focusing yes. on. And I know you have a lot of questions. So, Yeah. You're right. I do have a lot of questions because I really have never heard Jimi Hendrix until now. Right. What I've learned through like season one and season two of Music Shemis, Michael Jackson is the king of pop. Yes. Madonna is the queen of pop. Yes. You told me on the first half we were listening that he's really known for his guitar stuff. Does this make him the king of guitar? (sighs) Does he have that title or is that title even given or? I don't believe that title is given. Oh. But... People would say, yeah, he's the greatest. Greatest. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. Even other really great guitar players say he's the greatest. Really? Yes. Well, and so he will even say it himself, right? No, he would not say that. Why not? He was very self-deprecating. Humility. Okay. (laughs) I, I would say that would be my primary answer. So when you say he would say this, that means he's dead? Got some bad news for you, Rachel. Oh, no. Is he really dead? Yeah. So he can't, like, come over to my house and play? No. I'm sorry. So how did he die? It was drug-related. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So. Bummer. It is, because he died really young. He was only 27. Really? And at the height, you know, of his career and his skill, and he was so So wait a second. He was doing all this guitar stuff in his 20s? Yeah, well, he's been playing since... uh, This is a good time to talk about his history because he's been playing since he was a teenager. Okay. And always loved the guitar, was obsessed with with the guitar. I read, and I don't know if this is true or not, but I read that, like, he had a ukulele first, Hmm. right? That maybe that he found or something and would, like, learn songs, like, one string just up and down just by ear teaching himself because he so wanted to play. 
Wow. Yeah. So he started really young. And mm-hmm. then when did he get like really, really popular and so, enough to like, I don't know, cover the Star Spangled Banner? Well, his skills developed really quickly. So he started out as a guitarist, you know, like a background guitarist for other big names. Like, like who? Um, would I recognize a, any of them? You would not. <laughs> <laughs> Most people would. Uh, by 1964, Rachel, he was playing behind giant names like Sam Cooke, B.B. King, Little Richard, Wilson Pickett. H- huge names for this for this time period in this genre. I've recognized B.B. King and the Richard guy. <laughs> and Little but, Richard? Yeah. Yeah. So big names of the time. But I don't know any of their music, so. We will get there. Okay. They're on the list. So... If he played with them, mm-hmm. so did they teach him the guitar? or was, no, So this was... was all self-taught? Yeah, yeah. Really? Wow. Mm-hmm. So did, it's not like his dad was a guitarist and he taught him? No, in fact, I believe that his dad did not want him to play the guitar, which is why it took him so long to get one. Oh, mm-hmm. gotcha, gotcha. Okay, so this may be a, a controversial question, so kind of go with me here on this. Okay, okay. So, I can tell that Jimi Hendrix um, isn't a standish, standout-ish as um, his guitar technique, like, um, and that may be a little bit of the clean and the dirty part that we were talking about before. Okay. But like, as I was continuing to listen to him this week, I could tell he's like very talented in guitar. He's probably the best guitarist I've heard um, all my life and music life, which isn't that much. Um, but do you think other people agree with that in the sense of? his talent and technique and how he stands out. So, um, do you understand what I'm saying? I think I do. Okay. So I will totally disagree with you. He is technical master and he developed things that people hadn't done before and that people are still doing now. So I think that just goes to, I think that's you confusing the kind of, um, the not bright clean sound Uh with not having good technique. See, this is what I'm thinking as I'm trying to imagine him um, playing his songs. Yes. Um, I don't see him working off of sheet music in my Well, mind. that doesn't mean that you're not technical. So that's another question is what's technique? Could he sit down and read like guitar music, like printed out mm-hmm. on sheet music? Probably not. But when you're talking about technique, like specific skills of a way to produce a specific sound that you want, then yes, he's highly skilled. And so as he was performing like in the, um, the studio versus on stage yes. or, all that kind of stuff, he would be able to do exactly the same thing over and over again the same way as in, like, he had control over the guitar. He certainly has control, yes. So it I think maybe like what a... you're hearing is you're hearing notes be like, like yeah. going up and down. And he and planned that, to do that. That is, that is purposeful. That's oh. totally purposeful, yeah. So that's why I think that maybe it's for you a style thing. Yeah. But he is gifted at those techniques. So some of, he actually invented... Um, some different techniques. One of them is, and you know, since I, since you play piano, that's a technical thing where you have to hit that key. And when you hit that key, it always makes the same note. And on the guitar, because you're actually, you can play with the string and pull on the string, Mm -hmm. you have more nuance. Mm -hmm. And so, um, like one thing that he would do is sliding and bending, like sliding chords and bending strings. And that affects the sound. Um, he also would like take a, a standard chord and when you're holding a guitar like on the neck and you 
bend your thumb around, you mm -hmm. can hit, you can use your thumb to play it on the bottom on the E string. Mm -hmm. And like he did that and use that to like embellish a chord and like add extra notes and extra depth to chords okay. that people weren't known for doing that at this time. He would mix up like the, the rhythm piece and you'll uh -huh. hear that a lot in those songs where there's like a rhythm going uh -huh. and then he leaves that rhythm and he goes into like a more lead guitar kind of solo yes. thing he was very forward in that skill so and i think for me like i'm not a great guitar player but i have one and i do pull it out every once in a while but i'm right. more of you're strumming strumming, strumming but i'm main, not like doing yeah. what he's doing in the sense and i even pulled out my guitar this week and tried and it did not <laughs> go well might i add but right so he was planning all that stuff yes and so my next question is, so can people really mimic what he does in the sense of really accomplishing it? Or is there really no one in this world that can really cover Jimi Hendrix? I would say that countless people mm -hmm. are inspired by and mimic to, to a certain degree. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, the best guitarist doesn't just mimic what somebody else does, but makes it their own mm. and that is what Jimmy did and that's why he's so great is because he wasn't I mean he was inspired by others but he was inventing and creating and doing things that nobody else was doing so I'm kind of curious okay um you are a guitar player I am um can you play his stuff <laughs> no <laughs> have you tried no not really um why not well first of all I'm not very good, so <laughs> there's that problem. Um, but, you know, when I was a kid, like, the Beatles were my thing. Like, that's uh -huh. why I got into guitar. And I think maybe if I'd been a huge Hendrix fan when I was hmm. 14, then I would be a much better <laughs> guitar yeah. player than I am now. Um, but also because, you know, I have a 12-string acoustic. doesn't mm. really lend itself to the same kind of style as you know Hendrix's electric guitar so tell me a little bit about his guitars okay. are they like special guitars or are they just those the same guitars that you can like get out at a guitar store and stuff so you can the kind of guitar that he played on the most is a Fender Stratocaster which is a really famous common guitar oh, common. I did okay. I did have one in high school I think I think I was given one no it was a bass never mind that's definitely <laughs> Um, but so the Stratocaster itself, I mean, it's, it's a good guitar. Um, his was special because he's left-handed mm. and he plays it upside down, kind of like Paul McCartney. He did the same thing. So turning really? the guitar over, stringing it backwards. See, I'm left-handed, but I will play the guitar right-handed. Right. And the, I mean, most people, like I play violin too, and I'm not left-handed, but even left-handed violinists, you know, instruments... Most of the instruments like that, no matter which hand you are, mm -hmm. you play the strings with your left and pull the strings with yeah. your right. But um, the few guitarists back then just decided to do it their own way. And Jimi Hendrix was one of them. So let me talk to you a little bit about my favorites, likes and dislikes, and some of the things that kind of stood in the middle. Can we start with the ones that you didn't like? Because I always like to end on the high note. Okay, we can do that. Okay. So I disliked um, Red House. Okay. Can I you talk about why? I thought it was too much guitar. 
And <laughs> wait, I, wait, wait. <laughs> too much guitar. And I know that's odd to say about Jimi Hendrix, but who, though people don't All say it. All of it is guitar. Yes. But there's the smoothness in the dr- jazz of the drums. Like, I was trying to listen to the drums as well. Okay. But then his guitars was just too much. It was like an imbalance, at least in my thoughts. So I thought the guitar was too much in Red House, um, especially in comparison to the drums in that song. That's that's interesting. I um, Red House is a very traditional blues, 12-bar mm-hmm. blues song. And I thought when you said you didn't like it, it's just because it was blues. Mm, I'm okay with blues, I think. Okay, so it wasn't I'm not sure. that you just didn't like the way the guitar sounded in that song. With the, um, with the drums. Oh, okay. Now... One rainy wish. Um, again, I know this sounds weird, but I think there was too much guitar. <laughs> this is such a um, weird complaint. <laughs> and okay, there was too much guitar, too much drums, and the delivery of the lyrics. But I liked the lyrics choice of words that he had in that song. Okay, you just didn't. You just didn't like the song. No, it's okay to just say I don't like it. No, I did not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and what, what are some of the ones? Is, is there any trend that you noticed that you didn't like? In the that was one thing like? that I was trying to figure out throughout the time that I was listening to it. Um, because the other song that I disliked was the Star Spangled Banner. Let's talk about that one. Because that okay. is what I really, I'm very curious what about it you didn't like. And I am a traditionalist. Aha. And so I didn't like how there was too much guitar there's more Jim well there's there's just more Jimi Hendrix versus Star Spangled Banner in that song oh I see so you you're, see I'm saying you're kind of saying that he was overshadowing the song yes his... where I would rather him be closer to the real song and traditional um, <laughs> okay. approach of that song opposed to putting too much Jimi Hendrix guitar in it but he is still very talented in my eyes and but it didn't make me like hate the Star Spangled Banner in other songs. It's just right. I didn't like how he did it in that song. So that that version uh-huh. of the Star Spangled Banner was famously played at um, Woodstock. Are That's that think? big um, concert. Yeah. Well, no. Yeah, concert in a field thing. Yes. Yes. Well done. Thank you. Lots of famous people played at Woodstock, and he was the last one. Oh. So my question for you is: Did you find it? to just not be your preference? Or did you find it, like, disrespectful? No, I didn't find it disrespectful. Okay. I just didn't... I, I'm a very traditional type of person. And okay. the delivery of how he delivered, I didn't think it was disrespectful. Okay. I just thought it was like, huh, I really like the traditional way of performing it. And I just didn't... I would have rather hear him more traditionally. Okay. I was just wondering because as I was, like, reading about this song, some of the sources that I read were talking about that, you know, it was patriotic and mm-hmm. fine. And other sources were saying it was a protest because it's Vietnam and it's, you know, distortion. Well, was that his weird. purpose? Of- well, that's the thing is I don't think so. He never said it before. He- no. Okay. But that is some people's interpretation of it. See. And that's why I wondered if you found it disrespectful. But I wouldn't think it would be disrespectful. I didn't find Merely it because when she mentioned a couple minutes ago that he was the last one to play. Mm-hmm. So um, this doesn't age me but it does age me um in the sense of like now when we watch tv shows or tv news um, broadcasting it just goes on like there's still shows at three o'clock in the morning where before at 11 o'clock at night or 10 o'clock at night whenever the shows are done Mm -hmm. they show the star spangled banner and then 
the network is just sleeping until the morning network of you are aging us <laughs> and i remember when we would watch tv and um we were allowed to stay up mm-hmm. and like i remember being really dorky and wanting to stand at attention when the star spangled banner was played and so that is not uh, surprising <laughs> maybe that's why he wanted to play the star spangled banner at woodstock as the last one to perform as a more of a respect and so that's why i would question why people would really think it was disrespectful because really probably if he was doing it of, that way it was respectful because probably because of the style and, yes you know okay and, i can yeah. see that part but i just don't agree with him okay cool well then we are on the same page so i want to talk a little bit about what's in the middle Okay, where, like which song? Yeah, it was just not a like or dislike, but Bold as Love. Oh, that is probably my favorite one on this playlist. So that song specifically reminds me of Black Sabbath. <laughs> okay. Um, and I know we had a week of learning about Black Sabbath, and I sort of liked it, but I didn't love the end of it. So my question is... Oh, you mean after the song kind of ends, and then it comes back in yeah. with that solo? So who came first? Um, Black Sabbath, Jimi Hendrix, or did Jimi Hendrix teach Black Sabbath? Are they friends? (laughs) Um, So, Black Sabbath was around at the same time that Jimi Hendrix was. Okay. Um, But Jimi Hendrix comes for, I mean, Jimi Hendrix starts earlier. Okay. And definitely influenced Black Sabbath. Black Sabbath became a band in the late 60s, but they really didn't come into their own till after Hendrix's death, which was in August 1970, so. Okay. Um, so the bold as love song mm-hmm. it just reminded me of black sabbath yeah and so it was it wasn't a like or a dislike mm-hmm. but it just reminded me of that and so it became that song that was like in the middle okay well that's all right now i do have some favorites let's and i do have some likes okay. um so purple haze is what i liked and, really and foxy lady i liked can why um, so purple haze i really liked the guitar in that one okay. and then also i liked two um Smith's I liked two specific lines. Um, one about kissing the sky. Yes. And something about spin on me. Like, just his choice of lyrics. It was just... Excuse I, me while I kiss the sky. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. yeah. Excuse me while I kiss the sky and spin um, on me. Hmm. Like, I just... Those stood out Those to lyrics stood out to me, which made me like the song even more. So Purple Haze is um, a great song. Very, very famous. I would say it's probably one of his most famous ones. Really? But it also features another um, one of his guitar techniques that we were talking about. He kind of invented a chord that really? people just like call the Hendrix chord. Really? And they it's call like the a Hendrix seventh chord. with like a ninth on top of it. And I am not like a music theory person uh-huh. all that well to explain what it is. Okay. But it pops up all throughout his um, music. And it's an augmentation of a popular chord that was in the music that he the, the artist that we mentioned earlier that he was playing like background for he kind of took a popular chord that you find in those guys songs uh, and like adds a little knife to it okay. and makes it his and so okay. purple haze has a good example of that chord interesting that's really yeah. cool and then foxy lady i like the guitar but also like the drums in this song so this brings up this question mm-hmm. um who was his drummer was it the same drummer throughout his music career or did he kind of use different drummers for this song or this part of his um recording history and things like that um because i really think his that that song he really knows who his guitarist um he really knows who his 
drummer is, and I can see that relationship being built in that song, which I like that. So he played in a couple of different bands, mm-hmm. and then he also played more solo. So I, I don't know very much about his drummers, but I would assume okay. it was different ones. Okay. Uh, so, Rachel, are there any other songs you want to talk about? There's one other one that I think you will like the comment of this, or maybe not. I'm not sure. Carry on. So, I like the song um, with Jimi Hendrix did is Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. Okay, that is a cover. Yes, it's a cover, so it's not his original, but I actually like Jimi Hendrix's version more than I like the Beatles version. And I kind of like... That's really interesting. (laughs) I was like listening to it over again. And then I also re-listened to the Beatles version of that song and Mm -hmm. just kind of trying to figure out why I liked it. Um, Mm -hmm. I think the reason why I liked it so much is because I could tell and notice more of Jimmy's um, personality come Ah. in his interpretation of that song. And I like that. I liked getting to know him as an artist, as a musician. My feelings are not hurt that you prefer (laughs) Jimi Hendrix's version. And in fact, um, Paul McCartney was there when Jimi opened that show with Sgt. Pepper's. Now that album had come out, the Beatles album, had Uh come out three days before. So in that time, Jimi had heard the album and decided to cover the title track for the show. Was it because he knew Paul was in the audience and he was like, hey, shout out to my friend Paul? (laughs) Uh, I don't think so. Um, He just really liked the song, too. He really liked the song. And Paul took it as a huge honor. Oh, yeah. Like, because the Beatles and... You know, the Rolling Stones and Eric Clapton and all these other guitarists. Who's that Eric were... Clapton? Oh, my God. Uh, we'll get to him. All these other guitarists that were around at this time. Is he time... good? Yes, he's good. Okay. All the other artists that were around at this time um, loved Jimmy and were amazed by him. And huh. so Paul McCartney thought it was a great honor, honor that yeah. Jimmy covered Covered his and then song. put his little twist to it. And so, yeah. And I think that's why I just like that song and his cover more than I liked the Beatles because you could tell about his personality and you could tell about who he was as an artist so it was fun to learn about him through that song uh, what's another uh, okay. song you really like so I have two songs that were my top two favorites okay where I honestly um, I would want to just like kind of not push the repeat button but really push the repeat button push that repeat button um, what songs did you like is Wind Cries Mary the Wind Cries Mary is a very famous. I really like the smoothness. Mm-hmm. It's a guitar in this one. Um, the especially cl- the first full minute, like the first full minute of the song. I really like that part. It just made me want to push repeat. Mm-hmm. It's a nice one. And then the second one, I liked Drifting. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the smoothness to it again. Um, and this song specifically made me, and it, it did. It, it made me want to close my eyes as I was listening to that song. I like that song because it's lyrically so simple. Mm. It's so tender and lovely. I, I think it's nice that you kind of pick those two. I think those are two really, um, I wouldn't call them like stereotypical of his style, mm. but I think that they're really nice songs that show the breadth of mm. his ability and his work. Yeah. Um, what did you think about his singing did that play any part in the songs that you liked uh, or didn't like? Uh, I think he's a better guitarist than a singer. <laughs> well, he and he would agree with you. Okay, good. Um, and I'm guessing other people would, or maybe they wouldn't. Yeah, no, sure. I just think, like, 
for an example, Queen, I could hear him and his talents with his voice. Well, right. Well, that's Where what... for Jimi Hendrix, I could hear the talent of his guitar playing. Analogy time. Freddie Mercury to singing uh-huh, equals yes. Jimi Hendrix to guitar. Gotcha. Okay. Exactly. And fun little tidbit on the album Access Bold is Love. Mm-hmm. There's a little liner note in the back cover that says, quote, Jimi Hendrix writes his own songs and almost sings them. <laughs> so he felt yeah. he was not super fond of his voice either. Huh. But he's a great guitarist. I, I will conclude with that. So. <laughs> well, you have joined the ranks of everyone else. And honestly, I know I'm shocked that I've never heard of Jimi Hendrix before. Why and... are you still shocked? Well, because after this week of listening and how talented he is mm-hmm. and how influential he is, then I'm just like, really, Rachel, I missed that much music? <laughs> you did. Well, before we conclude, we need to know your rating. What did mm. you think about Jimi Hendrix? I mean, you came into this with a pure one. You thought he was Bob Marley, honestly. <laughs> and, you know, now... I you... thought he had a t-shirt company, too. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And now you have... Uh, you know, heard a good smattering of some of his hits and his skill. And I'm curious what, on a scale of 1 to 10, 1 being garbage and 10 being great, what you thought? Um, 6.5 to so, 6.75. <laughs> so a positive reading. It is a positive reading, but I wouldn't, like, I do like a couple of his songs, but some of those songs that I just didn't like, and then also the cleanness and dirtiness stuff became a, a the factor. Style. Yeah, the style. Um, so that's why I wouldn't give him like an eight or a nine. Well, that's okay. You but I wouldn't give him like a four or two. Um, I would give him a six point. So basically, you're saying you are in the middle and you appreciate what you heard. Mm-hmm. And there are a couple songs that you yeah would probably listen to again. On repeat, not, yeah, of course. But you're not going to go out of your way. Exactly. And honestly. That's totally fine. Were you expecting me to do like a 6.5 or were you expecting me higher or lower? I'm just curious. <laughs> um, yeah, I was thinking that you would appreciate the talent uh-huh. and that you would like some of it and not like some of it. Because at this point, I'm starting to figure out that you have a, like everyone, uh-huh. musical preferences that you're developing. Uh-huh. And I guess that he wouldn't quite fit all of your musical preference you know, checklist. Yeah, I think you're right. And I think because you're such a good friend of mine, you know me. I'm um, learning well. more about and you now every week. Yes. <laughs> We're having fun. So if you, our audience, would like to follow along with Rachel's journey in discovering her musical preferences, you can follow us on Facebook and Twitter. And uh, rate us on iTunes as well. And subscribe. Mm-hmm. Also, you can check out all of these Spotify playlists by searching for Spotify colon user colon music she missed and clicking follow. So, Rachel, I think this is a great start to season three, and I can't wait for us to delve more into new genres and <laughs> artists and get to see you make connections and discover. Like, I'm so excited that I got to n- know Jimi Hendrix. Like totally fresh. I've just never really heard him ever, ever, ever. We got that. (laughs) And it's kind of cool to start off season three that way. You know, so I'm like curious of what else have I, am I going to be introduced to? I can't wait. It'll be fun. 
Well, thank you so much for listening. Thanks so much for listening and have a great week. Bye. Bye.